good to be here this morning. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Vanessa, would you mind you pray for us? Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you so much for being in your house, Lord, with family. We're all family here, Lord, and, it, and that's such a good feeling to come yeah, in and know we all love each other and we're all got each other's back. Yeah. We want to continue that, Lord, and that when people come in church, they can see that and want to be a part of it. And we just thank you for just being in your house and for all the joy we've already experienced, Lord. And just please don't be with the ones, Lord, the Hanley family, yes. the Landers family, be with Lisa, Lord. Touch her, Amen. help her, and just be with Rodney and Patsy and them right now. Just yes. hold their hand, Lord. Yes. But just we want to thank you for this day and be with continue to be with us during this service. All these things we ask in your holy and precious name. Amen. 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 You can be seated. Y'all you know, just think this song right here. I, I, you know, can you say you love Jesus this morning? Amen. Amen. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Look at page 143. 143.
so thankful that someone loved me enough to go to the cross and sure. do there for yes. my hands. What a love that was. What a show, what an example of love that showed. We was talking about in our class, you know, about love and, you know, bless him God. I wish I could love the way God loves Bless you, brother. The way God loves He showed the greatest example of love. We died for me. But you know, the old simple heart right here. God loved me enough to die for me. That's nice. I just thank God for that each and every day. You know, we have so much to be thankful for. And Thanksgiving season coming along. Be here, I mean, Thanksgiving be here just a few weeks. But you know, we need to look back and see. To look back and just see that God open your heart to share just some love with someone. Yes. You don't have so much to be thankful for. Let's sing that first verse again. Uh, Jesus, I love you. You love Jesus this morning. If you got something to share, please uh, share it. Just mind tell the number again. Uh, 143. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One of my favorite songs.
never did it do me any good. But when I was 18 years old and the Lord showed me that, that I was going to hell and that troubling spirit of the Lord got in my heart and let me know things wasn't right. Uh, Brother Wayne, then uh, I met him one night, uh, bowed my head on the steering wheel of a 79 Datsun 210. And, and the Lord met me there. And, and I don't think there was a more glorious meeting, a more glorious place uh, that I could have met the Lord if it had been any other place. Sure. It would have been near, it wouldn't have been any more beautiful than it was when I saw Him face to face. Amen. And He entered into me. And I remember the first time in my life being clean, uh, not having to worry, uh, not, not having something I was ashamed of. I was clean from head to toe. And I'm thankful, uh, Brother Wayne, uh, just like you are, that one night the Lord, uh, I didn't go to Him, but He came to me. Sure. Amen. Where I was. Amen. And the thing is, it don't matter whether we're out there in the car seat, or whether we're in the altar, or we're at home sitting beside sure. our bed. Uh, he's going to come where we are when we sure. need Him. Amen. And I'm thankful that He done Amen. that, Brother Wayne. He went all the way out there where I was Amen. and met with me and saved me. And I, and I ain't been the same since. Uh, I, I don't want to get into the message, uh, but just like Saul, uh, when Samuel told him, he said, you'll meet some prophets and, 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 and you'll prophesy with them and God will make you a new man. And that's what God did to me. Amen. He made me a new man through His Spirit. And like Brother Bob said earlier, there ain't nothing, hell, or nothing, any man, kingdom, king, prince, whatever, any power, this sort, no judge, and nobody can take that away from me. Nobody. Amen. And folks can say, well, we'll take prayer out of this, we'll take prayer out of that. There's no way. It can't happen. You can't take communication with God out of the heart of one of His. It's Amen. just impossible. And I'm thankful for that, Brother sure. And I appreciate the opportunity this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Anyone else? Chris was playing a little bit of this song a little bit ago. Just a little talk with Jesus. Page 92. Just a little talk with Jesus.
to Him in prayer. Just find a little talk with Him. He's going to make things right. That's true. Just put your faith and trust in Him and He's going to make everything all right. Does, uh, does anyone have anything they'd like to share or song? Uh, Brother Wayne, I, I, to go along with what you just said, I go to Him in prayer. But He already knows my every God, day. That's, sure. the that's the truth. I just have to say, Lord, just have Your will in my life. Amen. Amen. He already knows my care. Amen. Will we overcome? Amen. Wayne, I'd like to say I love the Lord. I'm so glad to be a part of this this place and this this house of God and all the church that's in. And Amen. I love every one of y'all. I hate I'm gonna have to slip out today in my our nephew's shower in the sprinkle. Um, but I want to remind everybody that next Sunday after choir practice, next Sunday night, we'll be at the house at the barn for supper and y'all just please come or we can fellowship and love on each other. Amen. 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 Well, the way I'd like to say 265. 265. 265. Let's look at 
Uh, I'm my sister. You don't mind. Bless you, Maggie.
I would like to go to the altar now and lift up Rick and Wanda's newest great grandbaby. It was born a month early and it's having, it's been almost a month now in the hospital, having trouble eating and keeping his oxygen level at the same time. And all these hymnals we've sang this morning says, come to the Lord for your trouble. That's right. That's right. She just sang, Jesus' love is all you need. Sure. So I would just like for us to have prayer right now. His name is Inman. Inman. And uh, just lift him up. And help, just make him whole so yeah. he can come on. Sure. Amen. 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 Everybody that will. When Jimmy said this, it, it was it, it made me remember that uh, our HR director at work, her grandson, uh, is battling leukemia, and he's only like three months old. And uh, but they they they're having to go back in the hospital for for chemo. But they got some bad news and some good news. The the medicine seems to be working and. All of his uh, internal organs are functioning correctly, but she asked that we have prayer, and I forgot it. And thank you for reminding me. Hey. Let's all pray. Lord, we thank you, God, for this privilege to be here this morning. God, we thank you, Lord, most of all, for meeting with us today, dear Lord, and being real in this service, God. Lord, we come to you, Lord, one more time, dear Heavenly Father, with a request to you, God, that, Lord, you would look down upon this baby, dear Heavenly Father, to God. We pray that you healing hand, Lord, would just touch it, dear Lord, and help it, dear Lord, to continue to gain strength and to get better, Lord, be with the doctors, the pediatricians, the nurses, the staff, God, that are taking care of this baby, Lord, give them wisdom and understanding, Lord, to make the right decisions in that. But thanks to you, Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord, I pray that this baby will get to come home soon, dear Heavenly Father, and God strengthen this mom and daddy, dear Lord, and Lord, we pray that you wrap your big arms around the Lord, be the city, Lord, and wrap your arms around her, God, and so that, Lord, she needs to Heavenly Father, we thank you more that we can look back, God, and we can see where your healing hand time and time again has come through, dear Lord, when it looked dark, when it looked like more that was no wide at the end of the tongue, God. How you came through, Lord. We thank you for that, God. We pray that you hear our prayers today, dear Heavenly Father, all the needs that they're all here, Lord. We pray, God, that you Lord. We come to you because we don't uh, tend to be righteous, but word that your uh, word teaches us that the fervent and effectual prayer of the righteous would avail much. And Lord, we just pray. Uh, we pray because we know prayer makes a difference, Lord. And we pray because there has been times past when we have asked God for you to intervene and for you to heal someone that's suffering. And we've seen you do it. And Lord, we pray, we want to pray according to your will. Sure. We want to ask you, God, again, to uh, intervene in a supernatural way and heal a little inman.
God, and this child that Brother Bo has requested prayer for. And Lord, it will be to your honor. We great <coughs> praise and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 you pray for Brother Bobby. I appreciate Sister Judy bringing this to the altar, yes. knowing where we can bear our hands from. Yes. I want you to pray for Brother Bobby, uh, that God will just give him that, that he stands in need of and make preaching easy for him. And I want to encourage you this morning, whatever the need is in your life, I promise you God's got the answer. Amen. He had Love you, Brother Bobby. This is a, a great privilege and a, a wonderful blessing in, in, in my life and in our life. I'm glad to be back home. Um, I'm, I'm glad that the Lord used us. I'm glad that He continues to use us. This morning, I know that we have to do the same thing that we always do. And that's just trusting this sure. morning. I, I've been uh, struggling with this time, with this uh, this hour, or basically what I would preach during this hour, uh, and 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 I struggled, wondering. I, I trust the Lord, and I always have. I've got the the message on the uh, the and the last verse of the last song, and 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 the Lord blessed in it, and the the, the Holy Ghost showed up uh, and preached uh, uh, with power and. And I know that he'll always, he's always able, Brother Bo, to do that. And I'm thankful uh, this morning that all we have to do is trust him uh, in what we need uh, in our lives. Uh, he's promised us good sure. uh, if we keep his commandments and his statutes. And, and, and the thing is, it's not something that we cannot do. He's equipped us uh, to be able to do that. And I'm thankful that when we do, uh, we don't have to want for anything. Uh, the, those uh, good things that he talked about in the scripture, uh, whether it be uh, gifts of God, whether it be uh, the love in our heart, whether it be uh, our ability to communicate and witness or preach, uh, whatever our uh, blessings are, uh, we'll have that if we keep his commandments and statutes and we trust him. Abraham, uh, we, brother, <laughs> brother Chris was all over it this morning about the two parts there, the two brothers. Brother Bo did it real well. We gave a good example. Hi, uh, Brother Ab Abraham. Uh, he's also the father of faith, isn't he? Amen. And those, uh, the, you can't please God without faith. Right. And, 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 and faith transcends bloodlines, like our love for those that we have adopted. The love God has for us. Uh, Brother, Brother Wayne, that love that God has, it's just an unconditional love. Sure. That's Amen. what it is. Sure. Uh, and we're all capable of that if we know God. Uh, if we know the love of God. If we've been saved by the marvelous grace, uh, by what His Son did on Calvary for us, uh, we can know that love. <coughs> and that love is unconditional. I know. I have children. Uh, I learned to understand what unconditional love was uh, when I had children. And and now, uh, uh, Sister Linda, Brother Bo, I've got 
three of those do uh, adopted babies. Uh, they're they're uh, they're actually four counting their mother. Uh, they're ours. Uh, we we didn't do anything legal with them. Their mother was grown uh, when she moved in with us. Well, she wasn't grown. She was in high school, and, and she just basically adopted us. And I'm so thankful. Oh, God puts them. And, and she adopted her first child, her first son, brother Chris. You presided over that, and, and and he's a blessing to us and my oldest grandson and. And he's my buddy, and I love him. And, 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 and there's, a, there's a love you have for family, but there's a love that's even bigger and broader than that. There's a love that God gives us for one another. Amen. Uh, it, it's a love that's centered in Him. And He brings us together. He's the reason we meet together. He said, forsake not the assembling of yourself together. He said, come, uh, meet with me. Meet together. Uh, when one of us needs lifting up, somebody will lift us up. Uh, when one of us uh, feels like we're not any good, the Lord will use us to help our brother. Amen. And we'll see how that there's none of us that's got any good in us uh, except for that that the Lord put in us. Amen. And I'm thankful this morning that He saved me. Now, I've been rambling for quite a bit. And I, 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 I could have went two or three different ways this morning. I asked Brother Steve if he'd just give me a, a scripture to read from, and he just laughed and told me, uh, just keep on digging. That was some advice he had got. Uh, so, so, uh, but I didn't have to dig. I had one or two places, and, and I thought I was going to start right where y'all started when you started Genesis and define what a day was. Uh, about the, the, bright, the, the greater light that, ruled, that uh, presided over the day or ruled the day, and then the, the lesser light that ruled at night, and, and that uh, when the two of them at the end, when it uh, that's a day and that's a, a period of time uh, that, that God uh, created for us. Uh, it's a way for us to know uh, how long it's been. It's a way for us to keep track of time, basically, uh, and, and a measurement. Uh, it's also uh, the way God uh, lays out time to us. And and I I I, I thought we was really going to get to tie that in and and, and go through the. Uh, the fact, and, and we may still yet, uh, because it's just a type in the shadow of the light. And it's a type in the shadow of the night, but there's a lesser light. It's a type in the shadow of what I testified about this morning, about the troubles that came upon me uh, when I realized I was lost and undone. Uh, it was the Spirit of God, but it was a troubling spirit that came upon me. And it made me fear, and it made me tremble in knowing uh, that I, I was not safe. Uh, that I was headed toward a devil's hell. Uh, but this morning we're going to read from Samuel and we're going to read and I guess I'm going to have to read three places. There's going to be some lengthy reading today, uh, but maybe maybe we won't have to preach that long. Uh, maybe it will, we'll, we'll get to cut it short this morning, but never, nevertheless we're going to uh, mind the Lord and if, if we're able to preach, we will. If we won't, we'll take, if we take our seat and turn it back over to the song director this, this morning. Our brother Steve. But this morning, if you'll turn your book, uh, if you'll take your books and turn to the tenth chapter of First Samuel, First Samuel tenth chapter, we're going to read a little bit there uh, about uh, about Saul. I mean, we're going to start reading about David, but we're going we're mainly focusing on Saul this morning. And in the first verse of the tenth. Chapter it says this, Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, 
If it's not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance, oh, excuse me, is it not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulchre, sepulchre in the border of Benjamin and, and Zelzah, and they will say unto thee, The asses which thou wentest to seek are found, and lo, thy father hath left the care of the asses, and sorrows for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? Then shalt thou go on forward from thence, and thou shalt come to the plain of Tabor, and there, and there shall meet thee three men going up to God, to Bethel, one carrying three kids, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a bottle of wine. And they will salute thee, and give thee two, uh, thee two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive of their hands. And after that thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is, in the, where is the garrison of the Philistines. And it shall come to pass, when thou art come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets, coming down from the high place with a psaltery and a tambre, and a pipe and a harp, and before them, and they shall prophesy. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shalt be turned into another man. If you'd turn your Bibles now on over uh, to Samuel uh, the 16th, I'm sorry, 15th cha uh, 16th chapter. We're going to start reading in the 13th verse. And it said, Then Samuel took the horn of the oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David. From that day forward, so Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold, now an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. Let our Lord now command thy servants which are before thee to seek out a man which is cunning player on an heart. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee that he shall play with his hand and thou shalt be well. And Saul said unto his servants, Provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me. Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is a cunning and playing, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and a prudent in matters, and comely person, and the Lord is with him. Wherefore so, wherefore Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said, Send me David, which is with the sheep. And Jesse took an ass laden with bread and bottle of wine and a kid and sent them by David to his David his son unto Saul. And David came to Saul and stood before him and he loved him and loved him greatly and became his armor bearer. And Saul sent to Jesse saying, that Let David, I pray thee, stand before me for he hath found favor in my sight. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played with his hand and Saul was refreshed and was well and the evil spirit departed. And I'm going to go on one more place and I'm... I, I, I'm and... Uh, and it says this and this goes over to the 19th chapter verse 8. And it said, And there was war again. And David went out and fought with the Philistines and slew them with a great slaughter. And they fled from him. And the evil spirit from the Lord was upon Saul and he sat in his house with his javelin in his hand. And David played with his hand 
And Saul sought to smite David even to the wall with the javelin. But he slipped, out, uh, slipped away out of Saul's presence, and he smote the javelin into the wall. And David fled and escaped that night. Saul also sent messengers to David's house to watch him and to slay him in the morning. And Michael, David's wife, told him, saying, If thou save not thy life tonight, tomorrow thou shalt be slain. So Michael let David down through the window, and he went and fled and escaped. I'm going to stop. Well, no, I'm not. I'm going to read one more place. Over there after this, Saul sent his messengers for David. He sent them over there, and they, the first set of messengers got over there where David was in the presence of Samuel over there. And uh, I'm going to try to say it, Naal and Ramah. And the messengers got over there, and they prophesied. Saul sent some more over there. When they got over there, they prophesied. So Saul went himself over there to get David, to slay David. And it says this in the 21st verse, reading to the end of the chapter, of the 19th chapter, it says, And when it was told Saul, he sent other messengers, and they prophesied likewise. And Saul sent messengers again the third time, and they prophesied also. Then went he also to Ramah, and came to a great well that is in Sechar. And he asked and said, Where are Samuel and David? And one said, Behold, that they are in Naal in Ramah. So he went thither and they are off in, in Ramah and the Spirit of God was upon him also and he went on and prophesied until he came to Naoth and Ramah and he stripped off his clothes also and prophesied before Samuel in like manner and lay down naked all that day and all that night wherefore they say is Saul also among the prophets. I, I, I had a, a, a thought today uh, this morning uh, I, I, I really don't know. I really don't know how to say it. Maybe we'll get to that uh, in just a minute. <clears throat> but over there, when uh, uh, Saul was looking, doing about his father's business, looking for his father's animals over there, he met Samuel over there. Uh, and over there, when uh, he gave up to those prophets over there that Samuel told him that he had run into, uh, over there, how uh, the Spirit of the Lord was moving on them, and they prophesied. <clears throat> and the Spirit of the Lord moved on, on Saul and he prophesied. Uh, it, was, it was such a sight over there that Psalm said, Who is this son of Kish? Uh, uh, over there, uh, is he numbered with the prophets? Uh, they raised the question over there if Saul himself was a prophet. And coming out of his family heritage over there, he was a Benjamite. Uh, over there, he wasn't lacking bow. We know uh, that uh, at one time there, uh, the, the tribe of Benjamin was almost wiped out. Uh, but their inheritance was spread among those that was left over there. So uh, I'm sure uh, that most of them uh, were very wealthy uh, compared to a lot of the people there. Uh, so Saul was over there. It was about his business, but the people of God over there, they wanted a king uh, over there. They wanted uh, somebody to, to basically take responsibility for them. I know that sounds weird, uh, but it really doesn't. If you look around today, that's all we do. Uh, when we elect somebody in government, we want uh, just to push all our responsibilities on them and keep none for ourselves. Uh, we want to have somebody to blame so it won't be our fault. And we don't have to make a decision that can be criticized. 
And that's just the way we are. That's our nature. Uh, uh, that's the same today. It was the same uh, in that day. Uh, the nature of man is still the same from the very beginning over there in Genesis uh, until now. <clears throat> man's nature hasn't changed. Uh, we nicknamed that nature Adam, hadn't we? Uh, we certainly have uh, to describe it. Uh, uh, but over there, this man saw young man had good intentions, a good heart there. He stood head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, he was a good example. Uh, he was what the people were asking for, what they wanted. God knew and God granted uh, their request. And Samuel anointed him here. He goes back and later he meets Samuel over there. Samuel makes the announcement and there's some there that mock him. How uh, we, uh, we know uh, this time uh, that they said, who is this? How uh, that he, how uh, that they just didn't, wasn't accepting him uh, as a king over there. How uh, but there were some things how uh, that happened over there. How uh, got Saul got wind of it uh, when he went home uh, because that Samuel had anointed him because Samuel had announced that he would be uh, their king. How uh, there were some that the Spirit of God moved on and they followed him. And it went back to where it was Amen. over there. And then this news that Saul heard outraged him. You know how he took the, the animals there and he hewed them into pieces and he sent them out among all the tribes there, all the people over there and everybody. He said, whoever will come and we'll defend how this people, how that's our brothers. And they did that thing. Over there, the people followed Saul. And Saul became uh, very, very popular. Uh, Saul then, the people began to love him. And they began to follow him. And Saul uh, was basically treated like a king. Got the blessings of the king. Uh, got everything, you might say, everything going his way. Every time he went to war, uh, Samuel would bless them. Uh, they, would get, they would be praying. Uh, and they would get the victory. Uh, as long as they kept God's commandments, and did it the way God told them to. Amen. But then disobedience came along in Saul. And from that point on, uh, because uh, Saul, uh, he wanted to repent in his own way. He wanted to get things back like they was. He did not know uh, the, the relationship that he had broken there uh, with the Lord. And, uh, but God, uh, he allowed Saul to prophesy. He sent His Spirit on him from the very beginning over there. Uh, that was uh, God anointing Saul. Uh, there was three uh, that had the Spirit of God. And that one of them was the prophet. The other one was the priest and the king. Uh, those were the three in olden times uh, that had the Spirit of God. Uh, you could just uh, count on uh, God having a relationship with and God's people. I'm not talking about uh, kings of other nations now. Uh, but I'm talking about God's people. Uh, uh, we, we learned this uh, uh, a long time ago as little children uh, that the king is in charge. Uh, well, what, what Saul forgot uh, was that God was in charge. Uh, that he was just uh, put in a position under the Lord. Uh, so he uh, messed some things up over there. Uh, but what I got... Uh, and he did it all of his own accord because of what he wanted and not what God wanted. And I didn't know we was going that way this morning. I really didn't intend to do that. Uh, but uh, this morning, I, I just wanted us to realize this morning uh, 
that Saul prophesied and it was good. And there was a good outcome. And then over there later, uh, Saul uh, had gotten the news from uh, Samuel uh, that he has found out that God, uh, that he wasn't going to have the same relationship with God that he had before. And so he tried to offer up sacrifices uh, himself. He could not, uh, could not do it his way. Uh, couldn't get it right. Uh, but the Bible says that God sent Samuel to anoint a king that he chose. That's right. And Samuel did that thing, and after he did it, the Bible said that the Spirit of God, uh, the Spirit came upon David, but it said that it departed from Saul, and an evil spirit troubled Saul. If you look up that word troubled, you'll see it means terrified. Mm -hmm. And I got to thinking about when, how there was a spirit God allowed on me, it was his uh, spirit of condemnation, uh, the spirit of, of me knowing where I was without God. Right. And that terrified me, Brother brother Steve, it did. Uh, I, I want us to know uh, this this morning. Uh, God doesn't go about uh, just sending a, uh, a, a, an evil spirit upon people uh, just, for the, just to terrify people and to tear them up. It's either a judgment of God to bring them back to where they need to be, or, or, or it's 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 to, to fix uh, something in their lives, and and we see this uh, that Saul was terrified over here, and, and this this part that we read in the uh, 19th, uh, 16th chapter over there was uh, no in the 19th chapter that we read, uh, this, that's when Saul took his javelin and determined to kill David with it. Now you say, well what? Why was Saul mad at David? Well David, uh, when Saul prophesied all these times, what do you think Paul was, I mean Saul was prophesying? What was, what was Saul seeing every time that he got in the Spirit of God? I don't know this, every time that I got close to the church when I was lost, what I did, I got trouble. I did. I, I got those that witness of what they had uh, done in church and, and and what they were doing in church and and I could see their lives and how happy they were and blessed they were and how friendly they were to me and wanted to share with me and, and it troubled me. I, it did. When the Spirit of God moved on my heart, all I knew is that I wasn't right. And it troubled me. It did. I, it still does the same thing today. God's Spirit, when it moves your way, if you're not belong to Him, it can bring trouble in your life. It can cause you to look and find yourself in a deficit. You can find yourself defaulted. You can find yourself helpless and without hope. But there is hope in the Spirit of God. He'll show us where we are, but He won't just leave us there. The problem is, when He shows us what we need to do, a lot of us will just turn our heads, turn our hearts, and turn away from God and, and blaspheme that Holy Ghost that's drawing and pulling us sure. to Him. That's what we'll do in the day that we live. You saying, preacher, uh, you're preaching out of the Old Testament. It's the same Spirit Amen. in the Old Testament as it is today. Amen. And under the, the New Testament, the, the, the covenant that we have with the Lord. 
But that's a covenant for those of us who believe. Amen. Those of us who have the faith of Abraham. Those of us who trust Him in His Son for our salvation. Amen. That's who that's for this morning. But Saul prophesied and got trouble. It seemed like uh, the more David done for him, David, and let's look at David. Uh, he's over there when the call comes. He rises out. He goes out and he goes to war and he takes care of business. That's right. But when the war is over, he comes home, he picks up his harp or whatever he's playing, and he goes back to doing his job for the king. Soothing the king when he's upset. And he's over there and it's to the point that Saul is so terrified in trouble. What's he terrified of? He knows how that the one playing on that harp is going to be king. And he knows it's going to be stripped from him. Not only does he fear that, but another thing that terrifies him is that every time David goes out and God brings the victory, the people, when they come back, the people say, Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his ten thousands. Right. They see the favor of the people turning to that little boy over there, playing on the harp, but wouldn't even be there if the king hadn't brought him to him in his presence. So he's getting jealous angry, all that hatred, all those evil things that the nature of man keeps within himself is starting to shut up. So what does Saul need to do? He needs to step down and repent and follow the will of God. That would fix everything, wouldn't it? Amen. We think about Lot over there with Abraham. Uh, when their herdsmen started struggling one another, all Lot had to do was say, Father Abraham, all that I have come from you. It's all yours to begin with. Amen. It's all yours. I'll just stay and dwell in your house and stay and we'll stay close. But he wanted to be his own Abraham. He wanted to be his own. He wanted to be the patriarch of the family and, and make himself a great nation there. He did. I, I don't know though it says that in the scripture, but I know by his actions. He went and looked for the place that he thought he could do that. But the place overtook the man. Why is that? Because God wasn't in it. That's right. If he had had another heart, a different heart, then he would stay and say, Abraham, you can just have it all. I'm just going to stay here and be part of your family. You know what our problem is? We want to have things in the day that we live, and we want to have them in spite of whether we've seen God's will or not. We do. We'll, we'll grab ourselves up sometimes and we'll go to the bank and we'll go deep in debt just because we want to drive a, a different car or, or a different vehicle sometimes. Sometimes uh, we'll see people with a need and we'll hang on to our pocketbook uh, because we know uh, that we're going next week and we're going to pick up that new rifle uh, that we've been wanting to get for several years. Uh, and it may be something we just, it may be something not that simple. It may be something uh, a whole lot simpler than that. Uh, but what, the, what I'm trying to say is this morning, what we'll do, we'll do the same thing Saul does. Uh, we'll not uh, do according to what God wants us to do, but we'll want something for ourselves rather than to be benevolent uh, for the Lord. Uh, what we need to realize is something I learned through my friend Billy, uh, Billy Johnson. Somebody came up to us one day at work and asked us for money. Well, I bowed up ready to tell them if they'd work, they could have some money. I did, shame on me. Brother Billy pulled $20 out of his pocket 
hand them to him, and he said, now this is God's money. He said, thank you, thank you, thank you for the money, sir. I'm willing to... But he said, I don't care what you do with it. He said, this is God's money. God blessed me with it just so I could give it to you. He said, what you do with it is between you and God. I saw that man almost try to give him that money back. He didn't want that responsibility. He didn't. But I learned from Billy over there that Billy had, he had it. He had it to give for a purpose because he had left that sixth part of his field over there in the corner. He had it back there ready to share it with whoever needed it. And I realized at that point uh, uh, even though I had been a deacon uh, for many years prior to that, uh, there were some things I was lacking in, and I got troubled, and I went to the Lord, and I got it right, Brother Steve. Amen. And I started tucking a little money in my pocket. My wife and I, we don't have much. We ain't rich now. Uh, but I'll just be honest with you. You can tell by looking at us, we ain't went hungry one day. And we're not going to as long as God lives. And we live in the body in Him. Amen. Not ourselves. Amen. But Saul over there, even after he had chased that, even after this that we read, it said that, Brother Steve, and I know I, I ain't going to get into the, what, the day and the, the sacrifice and, 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 and eating of the sacrifice on the first day and even on the second day, but on the third day it was an abomination. I, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, and, 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 and get to preach that this morning. But it's a good one. I won't talk about it. Uh, but uh, what I am going to get at is Saul went over there himself to Ramah and he ended up over there getting too close to God's people, too close to God, and he ended up prophesying uh, uh, and, and doing it uh, in a way uh, that uh, Samuel had told some of them prophets to unbolster themselves and to drop their loin, the cloth from their loins, and that's what they did. And and Saul over there said he laid down. What he really did, if you look at uh, the the translation, you see he fell down uh, before the Lord, and then he prophesied all the day and all the night. It was an entire day there that Saul prophesied. And I'm just going to tell you, he saw uh, uh, what was he was positioned that he was in what was going to happen to him, but yet he still rose up, even though he had uh, two letters in his heart for a little while, he got up and he ended hating David again and chasing after him yet again to kill him. <laughs> and over there, saw yet one more time, got over where the prophets were and he prophesied one more time. And he turned and he left after hunting after David. But it wasn't uh, long to Saul. His end came. And more. And he, and he died in battle and so did uh, David's Saul's son, Jonathan, uh, David's beloved friend. And the scripture, uh, it, God's uh, purpose and plan for us, is it's going to happen. I'm just glad that I know that God's purpose is this, that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. I'm thankful that God's purpose in my life is not to destroy me in front of you, to show you how great and wonderful He is and how terrible I am. That's not God's purpose in my life. God's purpose in my life is for me to keep His commandments and His statutes. Right. 
and for me to be blessed by him. Amen. And that's his purpose for you and your life. Amen. And there's things that come against us. I've seen people, I asked Brother JT one time. I said, Brother JT, how can you do this? How can you go on? And, and all this that's coming against you. He said, Brother Bobby, he said, it's just like this. Apostle Paul said, that's uh, the what, what, way God told Apostle Paul when he wanted uh, his thorn in the flesh removed. He said, God told him, he said, my grace is sufficient. Amen. Amen. God's grace is sufficient for this day. It is. We're going to see things are different than they were just a short time ago. They're going to be even far different pretty soon. Oh, but God's grace is sufficient. Amen. It is. And I believe uh, that the family of God will take care of one another. Amen. Sure. I certainly do. I do. I, I don't know. don't have any idea. I'm not a fortune teller. And if you say you are, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm just not going to take any credit in what you say. Uh, but I will tell you this today. By the Spirit of God, uh, when it's, He takes hold of you, you're His. No matter which way you go, uh, if you go if you go away to God, the Spirit of God leads us, uh, what we're going to have is God's blessings. Right. Uh, and we may not have uh, yachts. We may not have, I'm not, that's not God's blessings. Uh, wealth and riches, uh, that can be a blessing, but it's not God's blessings. The abundant life that God blesses us with is the peace and the joy I know it uh, that we have and an out for this thing. Knowing where our eternity lies is when sure. uh, God's got a plan for us that supersedes our understanding. It, it's just as I wish, you know, I'm just a dumb old country boy. You figured that out by now. Uh, and there's a lot of things about God that, Brother Steve, I just don't know. But there's some things that I know. And I certainly do. I know this. Once Saul was anointed by God, the Spirit of God dwelt with Saul until the day he died. Yeah. God would withdraw himself from Saul to, and, and that was judgment against Saul. And God would draw himself from us and it seems like we can't talk to God. And we always try to blame everybody else, look around at somebody else, try to look at uh, every situation we're in and say, God, why are you doing me unfairly when we know in our heart? Because the Spirit of God ain't never all the way left us. That part God put in us, it, it, it stays. Right. It sticks. And all we have to do is listen to our heart of hearts. And we can know uh, that we need to fix something. And it's our stubbornness, and our, maybe our pride, maybe it's uh, our, our uh, wants or desires or something of this world. But whatever it is, we need to get it out between us and God. Sure. Amen. We do. Uh, we need to realize that uh, though uh, it's like I remember getting to preach this at, at, at Harmony uh, back. I, I'll be honest with you, I still don't know how to preach by the way. But I didn't know how to. I didn't even know how to get started. And I, all I knew is sometimes the Lord would help me, and it seemed like every time I lived the hill, I would do a nosedive here, and the church would just pick me up and dust me off, and, and I just have to doctor a little carpet burn right there every once in a while till. And, and 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 that was the church showing me how much she loved. Sure. Uh, I remember preaching over at Harmony about uh, those that had uh, leprosy and how they would cover their mouth and or cover their uh, with a cloth, a heavy cloth or a skin. And when anybody got close to them, uh, they would say, uh, uh, "I don't forgot what they said." <laughs> unclean, unclean, the whole time. 
And they had that mask on, but they had to shout, unclean, they had to shout it, because you couldn't see it. And, and, and the Lord showed me how we as people, even God's people, will have us a mask on that has a big old pretty smile, beautiful smile, and we'll look just like everybody else, but on the inside our heart is screaming, unclean, unclean before God. That's how the Spirit of God works. Sure. He don't go by what it sees. It don't go because you got a pretty tongue. What it goes by is what's on the inside. Amen. And that's what the Spirit does. And that's what it did with Saul. And it troubled him. And it troubled him. And it troubled him. And all the way he could have ever done it was just see or do like you preached to us. Agree with God. Right. But instead, he, he did the example of the message before that that you preached us about delusional. He got delusional thinking that he could change things and outdo God. He knew how things were supposed to sure go. He, he had been in God's presence. He had prophesied how things were supposed to go before Samuel and before the Lord and before some witnesses. But this morning, if I had any thought this morning, as far as the message goes, it would be this morning. What have you been disagreeing with God with? Like Brother and Brother Lee said, if you got some delusional idea that you're going to outwill God or outlast God. But if I had a thought this morning, it would be this. Uh, uh, this morning. Are you sitting there uh, knowing within your heart, knowing the will of God, and yet you won't abide to it. You won't turn to it this morning. If you don't know God this morning, uh, you, th th then uh, you, 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 you can't understand half what's I'm going to say most of what's been said in testimony and saying today. Uh, but if you want to know God, all you have to do is just turn your heart to Him. Amen. Trust Him and believe Him. That's right. Let the Spirit of God, uh, that that troubles you, uh, become close to you. Let that be your comfort. Let that be your guide. All you have to do is get saved this morning. That's all you have to do to get things right this morning. I've, I've heard of people, uh, I... I'll be honest with you, there's a man, a friend of mine, I love him very much, he's a deacon at uh, Edgewood. That man went a lot of his life thinking he was saved because he said a prayer and somebody told him he was saved. Mm -hmm. But it was on a revival night, he realized that he was lost. Come on. And he got saved by the grace of God. And he was made a new man that night. And it's made all the difference in his life. Very dedicated man because he was so deceived for so long. I'll just be honest with you. If you think or you got a question, even an inkling about it, there's a place you can go to make it right. There is. There's a place you can find out. I remember our daughter, Meg, uh, coming and got inside our bed and she told us uh, that she, uh, she was concerned uh, because of the message that she heard. And she got down inside our bed and prayed with her mother. And then she got up and she said, No, Mama, I got saved the day I went to the altar at six years old. The devil couldn't take her past that mark. He couldn't. That's where, that's where she got the goods. And, and her life is evidence. I believe that she's got them. Uh, you know why? Uh, because she's got benevolence. And she does. She's got a way of conduct and, and, and conducting herself in a mannerism uh, that's, that's, that, that shows that she's got Christ on the inside. And I'm thankful this morning that God blessed me. I have the abundant life, Steve. Both my girls are saved. That little girl that adopted us, she's saved. And, and she's got one of her children uh, that swears she got saved uh, by and, uh, praying with Grando in, Grando in the basement 
at Grandos House, and, and that's Olivia. And she, she, you can't tell her no different. Now, I, I, do I know how I just know this? I'm watching. I certainly am. And I'm going to make sure that she agrees with that spirit within her. That's, that's what we got to do. Uh, but this morning, uh, it, 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 every time Saul got near the Spirit of God, how many of us uh, can feel so away from God? Like we don't know Him, like we can't talk to Him, or He's not listening to us. But when we get over to the house of God, we feel a little stirred. And, and we can feel a little bit within us. Uh, but when we're out and about, we don't think we don't give it more thought than we do whether or not the mailman's running. How many of us are that way? I've been that way. But that's the way Saul was. God's will didn't matter to him until he got over there in spirit made it on him. Folks, we need to realize that uh, God's spirit can be on us all the time. And we can have a communion with him all the time. And if we want one, we're going to have to give up something. We're going to have to give up that that's coming in between us and God. Sure. Uh, right. You're going to prophesy against yourself for the rest of your life? Or are you just going to put that stuff out between you and, and follow the Spirit this morning and do God's will? That's your choice this morning. Ain't nobody twisting your arm. Ain't nobody uh, trying to scare you this morning. Just telling you the facts. If you want the abundant life, if you want the blessings of God, if you want peace in your life right now, you're going to have to do it God's way. Amen. And that's the only way you can do it. And the only way you can do it is get right with Him and repent. Uh, Brother Steve, if you want to have an altar call right now, that's fine with me, brother. If y'all want to come, I, I just want to turn it back over to Brother Steve and, and just let him do with it whatever he decides to do this morning. Uh, but this morning, it's up to you. Uh, you know, uh, I don't, to be honest with you, the way you live, uh, only affects me and that it hurts me if you're not where y'all be. And that's all. And, and you say, well, I, I, I can do whatever I want to and it won't affect the church. Well, yes, it will. It'll tear the church's heart out. <laughs> it will. God would rather us all be in one mind and one accord than He would for one of us to be separate. Amen. That's why uh, the shepherd leaves the 99 and goes after the one uh, because He wants us all to be in agreement and He wants us all to have a blessing. It is His will that all, all shall be saved. Yeah. Not just one, That's not just a few, but all of us this morning. That's I'm going to 357. 357.